1: Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
2: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler 24 7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
3: Welcome to the Hank Iney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio.
0: Gonna tell it like it really is. For the truth is I do, you listening to Haney,
2: yeah,
0: listening to
3: Haney. Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Porochka with you this morning. Minnesota Tim, how we doing? Good weekend.
4: Yeah, I had a very good weekend, Hank, and um, I had a date on Sunday. It went great.
3: <laughs> that's how you judge. That's how you judge all your weekends, huh? Whether you had a date or not. That's good. Good job. All right. Yeah,
4: she, she's a basketball star. Oh, texting really? Right now. Oh, wow. It's going great. Yeah, she's super nice. Super WNBA? No, cool. <laughs> she doesn't play the WNBA. No.
3: For the Sparks or whatever you call them.
4: <laughs> the links
3: come on the Lynx, sorry i always get that wrong anyway your favorite team i know your, fr- your fr- favorite franchise the minnesota the sparks
4: yeah they finally mm-hmm. win but anyway yeah i had a great date this weekend
3: um, really basketball oh,
4: wow. filled the weekend it was good
3: you love you you are a basketball nut aren't you
4: yeah i went to a high school playoff game between moorhead and saint michael and it was a great game a
3: high school playoff game really what was the uh what was that like good yeah, it was great.
4: Yeah, I went back to my
3: college town to go watch the game. Uh, what, you just picked out a high school game to go to? No, my brother's the assistant coach. Oh, is he? Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, so yeah. who won? Did your brother's team win?
4: They did not win. They got crushed. St. Michael's like one of the top teams in state.
3: Oh, okay. So party's over? Season's over?
4: Season's over. Party's over. Good season, though.
3: Okay. What was the record?
4: I think it was like 500. It was like 15 and 15.
3: That's a good season?
4: I don't know. I was just gushing a little bit.
3: (laughs) That was a gushing. I was speaking of gushing. I was listening to to the uh post game over on Sirius XM, and uh, there was a little gushing going on over there. Uh, Craig Kahn, he he was gushing, was he? Oh, he is a gusher, isn't he? Oh, my goodness. He was gushing about the, you know, Sanjay M winning and, you know, that people shouldn't be uh, talking about how the field was no good and people should be celebrating all these great players and there's so many great players. And I know that, you know, nobody played in the tournament, but that shouldn't be what you say. And you should just really just appreciate all this great golf and – Oh, man, it was a gushy, gushy, gushy. But you know what? The people like the stars. Man, alive. That uh, Premier Golf League thing is looking better and better all the time. I hope they get something put together. I hope they at least push the PGA Tour to do something. They they need to do something, don't they? Oh, my goodness gracious sakes alive. Now, who did they have? They had uh, They had Justin Rose. They had Gary Woodland, Ricky Fowler, Brooks Kepka. I mean, that was pretty much it, wasn't it? That, for their, that was their star players. Right, yeah. Kepka, Rose,
4: Fowler, Woodland, borderline. He won the U.S. Open last year. Well, he's, year, he's but- a
3: star. He's a U.S. Open champion. But, you know, I mean, he's not somebody that's like a superstar in the sport. But like, you won a major championship. You're elevated to star status for sure. But of those guys, three of them missed the cut, right? Yeah, Woodland made the cut, and he
4: was the only one.
3: Oh my gosh, that's a vote for the for the uh, no cut uh, Premier Golf League, right there. You know, you got four top players playing, and three of them missed the cut: Kepka, Fowler, and Rose. All missed the cut. Gone. See you later. Uh, thanks for coming. Thursday, Friday, out of there. You got tickets for Saturday? Sorry, you're not seeing them. Ticket for Sunday? Nope. They're two days gone. A man alive.
4: It was retro night, Hank, at the
3: Honda Classic. He had
4: Luke Donald and Lee Westwood borderline top 10 at the PGA National.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luke Donald had a chance to win. Now he's just, he's playing there on past champion status, a former world number one, but uh, somebody whose game has, has seriously gone south. Of course, this is kind of a rehab tournament. There's no doubt about that. I mean, remember Padre Carrington won a couple of years ago, and that was uh, you know like his his last win, and had, it had been a while since he'd had one. Uh, Poulter's done well there before. You know, it, it's just that kind of a that kind of a tournament. It seems like now. I mean, this is a great golf course, hard golf course. I don't know if it's great golf; it's a hard golf course. Uh, but Sun J M, the new slice bread, he was a sliced bread from the President's Cup, right? I mean, he was the, everybody was, was gushing about his game. Uh, he's he's such a great this, he's such a great that. They were throwing out all the superlatives uh, on Sunday as well. Paul Azeinger was was pitching them out there. Um, you were listening, I, I know you were watching, and because you texted me with a little uh, fact check on one of them. What, what did what, what did they say? They thought, talked about his wedge game or something.
4: Yeah, they were actually talking about Ben Hung on Hank, oh, okay. and they said Ben, no, no.
3: sorry, ben sorry.
4: Hung on was one of the best wedge players in yeah. the game and and then I looked at it from 50, 50 to 75 yards and then um 50 to 125 yards and he was ranked 110th and like 115th in those two categories so it wasn't even close.
3: Wow. Well, Sun it, it looks like he's got some upside to his game. There's no no doubt about that. So I'll I'll you know, excuse his statistics a little bit because he's young, just 21 years old, youngest winner in the uh, history of the Honda Classic for whatever that's worth. Uh, but you look at last or this year, his statistics, uh, Tee to green, 60th on tour, uh, 33rd last year, you know, pretty good. Uh, off the T 30th this year, 45th approach out to the green, around the green, 202nd. Not, not a good number there. Uh, putting 34th uh, 39th putting last year so he's he's okay I mean and and you know pretty good in the ball striking stats tee to green 33rd last year but he wins the Honda Classic and he finishes first strokes game tee to green so there you go right there there's there's his victory and the, the reason for it uh 38th and putting you don't need to put that great if you uh, our number one in ball striking and, and, this is a big and, the winning score is only six under par. Can you imagine that? Six under par and everybody's talking about roll the ball back, roll the ball back. Uh, game's too easy. Courses are too easy. Courses are playing too short. Uh, We've gotta we, we got to hit different clubs into the greens. I mean, we, we talk about this every year after this tournament. This this golf course plays plenty hard, but it's not just this golf course. I, I mean, if you look at, at how the PGA Tour has gone, I mean, eighteen under at, at Mexico, and that that course is just playing nothing because it's at elevation. And, and eighteen under one, I mean, that's not like shooting zero. That, that's for sure. Uh, Genesis eleven under when Adam Scott wins there. I mean, you know, seventeen under at, at, at Phoenix. That's just about about average. Uh, you know, you you look at uh, Farmers Insurance Torrey Pines fifteen under. I mean, the Sony Open was only 11 under. The to Century Tournament champions 14 under. I mean, they they don't shoot that low. I mean, compared to you know, I mean, years years gone by. We've been this is something that we've been following and keeping. You know, I remember when we talked about that when they had the Phoenix Waste Management Open. It's the same winning score they've had for the last I don't know how many years. Right, since Chris DeMarco won in 2004, that's for sure. And then
4: Hank, I've been tracking it so far this season. So we're all we're talking about rolling the golf ball back. We're talking about the amount of distance that these are guys are getting. Well, I looked at the scores in 2019 to compare it to 2020, and so far every tournament besides three which were ties, there were ties. Every tournament besides three tournaments so far in the 2020 calendar year, they've been they've shot a worse score. So Really? Three tournaments.
3: Except for three, three tournaments was the same score, and every other tournament a worse score. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, they're not going to they're not going to go down in all likelihood. Arnold Palmer Invitational's uh, next week. Twelve under par won that last year. Uh, Sixteen under won the Players Championship. Eight under won at Valspar, which is in the next three weeks in a row. And you know this is a a tough stretch for sure, to start the, the year. I mean, and, and then then the majors start. They're not going to tear it up at the PGA. They're not going to tear it up at the Masters. I mean, I you know, I don't – it's one of those things I don't get. You know, I get a little bit of it. I mean, I understand, uh, you know, we don't want to have to expand the golf course. And But when you watch on TV, until the announcers say it, do you really have any earthly idea what the – players are hitting into the greens I mean you get a little idea you know that guy's got a long iron or a short iron but and usually it's a short iron but you can't follow the golf ball the flight of the golf ball even with a laser tracker or whatever they, they call those things you, know, you still can't really really follow it I, I don't know what the what the difference is I mean it, it it doesn't seem to make a difference but I'll tell you what does make a difference is penalty shots two chips and three putts. Uh, and and that's you know the thing that I always keep track of. I I don't recall seeing a tournament where somebody wins and has seven three putts. Sanjay M seven three putts. Now one of them was from off the green. Uh, you know I counted on the fringe. I, I I count three putts where if you putt from off the green, and every player in the field would have putted from that exact position. Then I count that as a three putt. Now this is not the way they count it on the PGA Tour. On the PGA Tour, you got to be on the green. So, so in other words, if somebody's one inch off the green, that doesn't count as a three putt, and I, I count it as a three putt. And I, I promise you, the players count it as a three putt too. Now, if you're five or six feet off the green, and half the people would have chipped and half the people would have putted, and you three putt from there, I, I don't really count that as a three putt. Okay, I know, but but uh, Sunjay M. Uh, 7 3 putts, Tim. Uh, that's uh that, that's a big number. No penalty shots and that's a that's a key. I mean, if you're going to win at uh the PJ National, at the Honda Classic, tough golf course, you don't have to shoot very low and one of the keys to not shooting very low is you have to be able to save pars, have a good short game and eliminate penalty strokes. Sun JM was fifth in Strokes Gained Around the Green. Now, for somebody that for so far this year has has been 202nd on the PJ Tour in Strokes Gained Around the Green, to go around there and finish fifth in Strokes Gained Around the Green. That is just one of those, one of those weeks. I mean, that is a you know a special week. Number one in, in tee to Green, number five around the green. Uh, you know, pretty pretty easy to see why he won he, in spite of the seven three putts. Now, McKinsey Hughes, who finished uh, second, lost by a shot. He had two penalty shots, two three putts, uh, which is a total of four, and lost by a shot. Um, so, you know, I mean, any 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 one of those shots could have made the made the difference there. Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, two penalty shots, two three putts, and one two chip. Of course, he had the water ball on on eighteen, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into some of the Tommy Fleetwood talk that has uh, been bantered about uh, after after this this tournament. But Sun JM uh, wins, gives his interview with an interpreter, and looks like a player. I mean, I, you know, I don't know how I don't know what his upside is. Uh, I would, you know, according to Ernie Els, it, it's very high. He was very impressed with them at the President's Cup, and Ernie Els has seen a thing or two. And you have to go by what, what he, uh, you know, what he says. But Sun J M looks, looks like, a, you know, he, he, he could be a player. But, you know, you win a tournament like this, and it's really, there's, I mean, I hate to say this, but there's nobody there. And, and there was a few people to start the week. But when you come on Sunday and you're playing against, you know, guys that aren't proven winners on the PGA Tour, it, it just, there's, I mean, it's easier. I mean, I don't know, you know, what, you can sugarcoat it all you want and you can talk about how great these players are and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But the, the reality of it is is it's not the same as going up against a proven winner on the PGA Tour, period, end of story. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is.
4: So. It was impressive, Hank, to me at least, as far as the way he attacked those Was he? Those what was, he pins. What was
3: impressive. Was he shot 600 par.
4: Well, i i i thought he I thought the way he attacked those pins on those par threes to close out the tournament.
3: Yeah, that was good. And the snake pit, or whatever they call that thing. No, it's not the snake. Bears trap. Bear's bear snake, trap. Snake pits in a couple weeks at Valspar. This is the bears trap. They call it the bear trap. How many times they say that on the telecast? <laughs> a lot. Oh, jeez. The bear trap, 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 the bear trap. Oh my gosh. And then we we'll get up to Valspar in Innisburg, The snake, the snake pit, the snake bit, the snake bit, the snake bit. Oh my God. Wear me out. Wear me out on that stuff. Bear trap, bear trap, bear trap. OK, I get it. I get it. Tough holes. Well, he birdied two of them, which is pretty darn good. And on eighteen, he struggled to make a par. At a great sand shot, and and, uh, and and makes the makes the par. I was having a hard time following that finish. Sun J M hits it in the bunker on his third shot. In eighteen, has to get it up and in to stay at six under par. Mackenzie Hughes has a putt of about twenty feet to get to uh, six under par. Now. He's putting from twenty feet. Uh, M's got he's got a he's got probably eighteen inches. He's got a foot and a half for his his uh, par and for six under par. And Mackenzie Hughes hits the putt, and the ball's got a little too much speed. And Paul Azinger's like, "Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down." I'm like, "Okay, what well, we're." I mean, what what are we cheering for at the moment? I mean, because Em's not going to miss it from eighteen inches. I mean, it's an uphill putt from eighteen inches. I don't think he's going to miss that. I mean, is that what, what? Why are we so worried about how far it's going by? And then Mackenzie Hughes hits it by, and Paul Eisinger goes, he's got a. This is going to be the this is going to be the biggest putt of his life. I'm like, it's the biggest putt of his life. if he makes it, he's going to lose by one. If he misses it, he's going to lose by two. If he misses it, he's going to tie for second. If he makes it, we're going to you're going to you know he's going to he's going to be second all alone. It means some money. They don't like to talk about money. Remember, they like to talk about FedEx Cup points. And when his commentary. Is he'll probably get in trouble for that because he's really. You know, sort of really referencing money on this. I, I don't know why. I, I, that's the only thing I could think. I mean, was he talking about this is the biggest putt money-wise in his career? Or did he did he lose track of of what the score was and he thought that was to tie? I mean, he made such a big deal about him running it by and having to putt a four footer. I it just didn't. It's it's hard to follow, Tim. Yeah, it's hard to follow. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he made it, so he. he Finished second all alone, biggest putt of his life to second to finish second all alone.
4: Hey man, it's pretty good for the amount of cuts he's missed in the last two years. He's missed a lot.
3: He's missed nine this year out of twelve events. Mm. So that, that's for starters, and that's that's not uh, that's not good. He he uh, he had a good good week around the greens. He was first around the greens, ninth in putting, eighth and uh, tee to greens. And he had good statistics. They came out of nowhere. Uh, last year, he finished 88th on the FedEx Cup list. And he, that, that was via a, a second-place finish at the Puka Kanta, uh, another stellar field over there. And then uh, he finished 8th at the uh, Charles Schwab Cup uh, Colonial in, in Fort Worth. It was a decent field there. But anyway, it uh, you know, these guys pick up these wins – and I, I guess it promotes the young players on tour, the new rising stars. I don't I don't know.
4: I mean, the ratings had to be off the hook oh, in this one, gosh. Hank. I mean, I don't know who wasn't watching this tournament.
3: I, I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. You know, right away, it's just that it, this is why that Premier Golf League thing is looking so good to me. I want to see the best players play. I want to see them all play. And I want see to them, see them play Together more often, and it's not happening on the PGA Tour now. Hopefully, it's going to get ready to start to happen. We got the we got the Arnold Palmer Invitational coming up. Uh, Tiger's not playing there, so that's a, a, a big blow. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit, and then you know we've got uh, well, well, I mean, what else? What else we got? We got that, Then you got the players. Okay, well, we know that's going to be good. That'll be a great field, mm-hmm. and um, then you got. Valspar, which will be, you know, okay. And then you got the match play, which could be good. It usually is, but usually not great at the finish because most of the guys have, you know, have lost. But it's a great Wednesday and Thursday. And, you know, they've changed the format, so it's great for the first couple days at least, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you got the Masters. we'll 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 finally get some some fields and then it'll you know dip down again and there'll be a a whole bunch of much more of the same what we got going on here and then you will have the pga and then you'll have nothing and then you'll have the us open and then you'll have nothing and then you'll have the uh open championship and then it'll be Pretty much winding down. So
4: The 3M, Hank. The 3M. No, I, forget, I
3: keep forgetting about the 3M. You and your 3M. Oh, my God. The big one All
4: after right. the Open Championship. All oh, right. man.
3: I oh. have to give you credit, though, by the way. You picked Sun JM, didn't you?
4: I did pick Sun JM. He was my first pick at 30 to 1 to win.
3: Okay. Well, you're rich tonight. Oh, you're rich. You're yeah. rich.
4: I'm taking on the role as the great predictor.
3: Okay. Cash in your ticket. You can afford a, a, maybe you can go to a, a nicer place for your date, your next date. Maybe that'll be, mm-hmm. you take her out to dinner or something, you know? Nice dinner, nice steak dinner, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. What's the best restaurant in Minneapolis? What, what, what's a place everybody goes? You got to go to a nice place. What are you going to, where is it? What's it called? Chipotle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you just really say that? Yeah. Chipotle.
4: Chipotle is a great place. <laughs> yeah, chicken I said, steak. I said, what's
3: the nicest restaurant in Minneapolis and you came with Chipotle? Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't like Chipotle? I do, but that it's, it's, it can't be the nicest restaurant there.
4: I've never eaten at restaurants in Minneapolis before.
3: You never have? Never wow. have. Okay. All right. So you wouldn't know where to go. Right. Yeah, we'll look it up on the, on the internet. All right, we'll take a little break. Uh, I want to talk about Tiger. And his schedule, we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew
1: Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know who's really good, Creighton? You know, not watch Creighton.
5: iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's lee acom forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
3: So Tim, how would you rate the tournament so far this year on the PGA Tour?
4: Not very good. So far the so far all of the tournaments this year Hank have just absolutely tanked in the ratings and only one tournament has been above average on the PGA Tour this season. It's and it's the one tournament that Tiger Woods was somewhat in in the final day. He wasn't in contention, but he was sort of in the background lurking. It wasn't even close in the Genesis Open, so it was the Farmer's Insurance Open where Tiger was somewhat there, not really, but somewhat, um, and then pe- people watched that one. That was the one tournament he was in.
3: I, th- I think the Masters this year is going to be huge. I think people are chomping at the bit to watch some golf and to watch some good golf, and there's nothing like the Masters. I, You know, I, I you keep looking forward to it and looking forward to it and looking forward to it, and I, I think it's going to be just – I think I think this year's Masters is going to be incredible, and part of it is is that I think I you know we've talked about how if the season wasn't so long, people would miss it, and then they would really be excited when it comes on. I think they're missing it right now on purpose because it, there isn't much going on, and I think when by the time the Masters rolls around, I, I think it's gonna it, it's gonna be really good. I mean, really good. Now, hopefully the players is like that, too. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But Tiger's out for Bay Hill. You know, a lot of people are speculating that he's going to play at Bay Hill, and that's going to be the place where he gets his, you know, 83rd win because he's won there so much and da 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 And then, you know, the news comes out that he's not playing. uh, Stiney, uh called Bobby, and uh, told Bobby he wasn't playing.
4: Back still stiff.
3: Back stiff. Is that a standard thing? Steiny, Steiny, you had to quote, right? Tiger yes. didn't, you to quote. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Steiny texted Bobby.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Steiny texted Bobby, told him, Bobby, uh, he's not going to play. Um, Steiny said in a text, back still stiff, just not quite ready. <laughs> what does that mean?
4: I mean, if people remember correctly, Tiger did the exact same thing last year at the Bay Hill, except you know what it came with, Hank? Yeah. Huh. He came with the neck bandages. Remember those?
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew he wasn't going to play. I told you he wasn't going to play. Yeah. I could tell he wasn't going to play. I mean, here's the thing. When a player takes off, okay, let's say you take off a week. A week off usually means that on Monday you have something to do. Something to do means you have some kind of a corporate appearance that you have to make or a commercial you have to film or a photo shoot or something. So that's Monday. And then you're gonna you're gonna play that the following week. So at the at the very most, you got something to do on Monday, maybe take off Tuesday, and then you start practicing again on Wednesday. That's the way it works. So a week off is is not really a week off. It's maybe it's maybe a day off. Is what it really is, and then the practice starts gearing up for the next week. So if you take two weeks off, then you know you you can kind of get away with with the first week or at least the first five days so, are, are off. So maybe there's a corporate something on Monday. Um, could possibly be a, uh, something on Tuesday, but most likely it's just Monday. And then you've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe Friday off, and then you start preparing for the next next week. Now, Tiger's got a lot of preparing to do. his game has not been great, in particular his putting. So that that needs some attention. As matter of fact, you know his, his whole game is has, has not been what. You know, we are, are kind of expecting it to be based on on winning the Masters last year. But anyway, he he's he's gonna t- he's taking this time off. He says, "I got to get in the gym. I got to work out. Yeah, that's the first thing. I got to get trained. I got to get some gain some weight. I, I mean, you're not going to we gonna do that overnight. That's not that's not what it's going to be. I knew I knew right away there was you know he's out. So so not, so what does the schedule look like? He's, he 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 kind of gave you a clue. He said. He's going to play twelve times, and I I went through this scenario last week. If he if he doesn't play at the Arnold Palmer, okay, then the players becomes uh, his third term of the year because he's not, you know, I mean that that's that's just what's going to be next. I mean, he's out at the uh, the uh, Arnold Palmer, so he's so he's on onto the players, and then it's the match play, which I would think he's going to play the match play for sure because he he's, he can't go into Augusta, which is having just had three tournaments. So then he plays Augusta's number five. Then the question is, does he go Wells Fargo and play one in between the Masters and the PGA? All depends. Um, most likely, I would think he would. And then you got the PGA, then you got the Memorial. I know he's playing there. Nicholas's tournament that's a week, er, er, you know, splits the month in between the PGA and the U.S. Open. And then you know you've got the uh, WGC FedEx Cup in uh, Memphis. I don't. I don't know if I, I, I would. I, my guess is if he's only going to play twelve tournaments, that's that's an out. So that puts him to the Open Championship. And then you got the the three playoffs. Would be ten, eleven, twelve. If he if he plays those three playoffs, three weeks in a row is 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 very questionable. One of the things I was uh, that I was listening to somebody say somewhere. is, You know, like none of these players. will – none of these players now will play. Four tournaments in a row. I mean, all of them. Does you know take all of them? Every one of these guys, the most they'll play in a row is is three. Now, Sun JM is the exception. This guy's played every place every week. He plays every tournament. He does not even have a house. They say, you know, all he does is just go from hotel to hotel and just plays every tournament there is. <laughs> <laughs> Paid off. He got the win.
4: Yeah, Sun JM. He played like thirty-five events last year. It's crazy.
3: <laughs> Jeez, wow. Tiger played twelve. He played twelve this year too. That's what his schedule is going to look like. He wait, he wait. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll see. There's some great uh, great quotes uh, uh, that uh, everybody's uh, talking about Tiger not playing. So I want to I want to get into those a little bit more uh, when we come back uh, after this break. Here we'll hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. One of our sponsors is Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got aches and pains, you got arthritis pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Uh, hips, knees, elbows, whatever it is. I got a little golfer's elbow going right now for my uh, golf uh, deal last week in uh, Las Vegas. Got a little golfer's elbow. I just ordered up a new mat in my backyard, too. I, I get my mat from uh, my my buddy Ernie Schwartz, who is the best mat maker in the world. And uh, I think his mats are like Southwest... Uh, turf or something. I don't know. Anyway, he's been a friend of mine forever, Ernie Schwart. and he's in Kansas City. And I told him, I said, man, my mat feels like I'm hitting off a brick. Well, I mean, the mat's been sitting out. It's 12 years old. I've researched it. My mat's 12 years old. And it's been sitting outside in Phoenix, you know, 120 degrees in the summer. And I think it's probably melted. And anyway, I got a new mat coming. I think I hit too many balls off the mat. I was, felt like I was hitting them good, too. But they got a little got oh, elbow. Well, anyway. Anyway voodoo pain relief cream it does a trick for me it'll do the trick for you if you haven't tried it you got a free two-week supply just by going to the website right there front page of the website click on the box and you can get a free two-week supply of voodoo pain relief cream you'll see why everybody raves about it on the testimonials on the website voodoo we'll be right back on the Hankini podcast
0: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other
3: All right, so, I'm reading this article by uh Tim by Bobby, you know, Bobby on ESPN, Bobby Harry.
4: Oh, yeah, I love to, I love the nicknames. Who's your? I mean, you got Bobby, you got Brooksy, you got uh, of course, Stiney. yeah, these, Sandy. These nicknames,
3: it's my favorite. Sandy. My favorite are Sandy and yes. Bobby. They're my oh, Yeah, are
4: they the best?
3: Oh yeah, when you like you're you're a media a media guy, you're, you're following the tour, and you got a, your name's the Tiger calls you Bobby Bobby and Sandy.
4: I like his best friend Noda too. I like that one
3: too. Oh yeah, well of course, yeah. The apologizer. Uh, okay, will Tiger Woods be able to play enough before the Masters? That's what Bobby says. And Bobby's kind of alluding to the fact that maybe there might be something more to the story. I don't think there is. I don't think Tiger wants to play that much. I don't think he needs to play that much. I don't think there's there's nothing out there for him. I think he can. I think he feels like he can be ready, not playing a lot. He doesn't, you know, need to play a lot. Uh, these tournaments are relatively m- meaningless to him, other than breaking the Sam Snead's record, which you know he needs one more win, and he's going to get that. I mean, he knows he's going to get that. So why you know why be in a rush? He doesn't need to play in thirty four tournaments like Sunjay M to to try and just get to win number eighty three. So he doesn't really have much incentive to play. His incentive is let's get ready for the Masters. And you know, other than that, uh, take it a little easier. Do what he loves to do, which is work out in the gym, and you know play a little less. He's been uninspired when he's played. Uh, very uninspired when he's played, and I don't, I don't think you could, would, could expect him to be very inspired uh, from here on out, except for the majors. You know, I just don't think you're going to see it.
4: Right, and one of the things you got to think about, as far as Tiger's concerned, he's already accomplished more than he thought he would after having back fusion surgery. So you would think that he's just trying to make his career last as long as possible be as formidable as possible in the major championships because he doesn't know how long he has left.
3: Yeah. Well, that's that's true. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, so Bobby said this. He said, uh, although he was expected to play the WGC Mexico, would skipped it, holding off to the last minute on a on decision while he was struggling with back stiffness. Well, first off, he holds off at the last minute to make you think he's holding off at the last minute. There is no way he hadn't already had his mind made up long before the last minute. The time when you you have to declare for a tournament is five o'clock on Friday. And I, I think it's Eastern Standard Time. So that's the time, five o'clock on Friday for the next next week's tournament. So he he'll hold off because he wants you to think he's holding off and he's not hasn't quite made his decision well that's that's kind of what he does when you know he you thought he was going to play but he's not going to play that's the way he plays it if he if you're pretty convinced he wasn't going to play anyways then he'll let you know he wasn't going to play anyway so that, that that's just the, that's a the little game he plays I, I i watched him play this game for six years up close and personal um, so anyway, he, he uh, says it was back stiffness and, you know, he sends out the message to Bobby and, and uh, Bobby, Bobby writes, you know, uh, writes about it. And, and that's, uh, you know, the, that, that's the way, the way it goes. Sounds Stein He gets a little text and, you know, confirms that Oh, the back's a little stiff, just not quite ready, which is, you know, s- saying nothing. We've had back surgery. I had back surgery last year. I've only had one back surgery. I haven't had four back surgeries. I mean, there's, you're, you're back you if you're if you're going to come with back stiff you can come with and you've had four back surgeries you can come with back stiff every single day of the rest of your life if that's going to be if that's going to be a, an excuse you're going to use you can come with it and and you won't be lying if you come with it every day for the rest of your life there's just there's never going to be day when maybe there's some days better than others but there's never going to be a day when it's not when you could say back loose it's it's not going to happen there's no no chance so they say that that you know the whole deal with Tiger is is, is peaking for Augusta um, can he be ready is he going to be ready um you know bobby's speculating it's fair to wonder if there's something more serious going on or is this just caution i don't i don't think there's anything more serious going on tiger's looked great when he's played I mean, in terms of his swing, he doesn't look, you know, and he looks good walking. He doesn't, he looks good swinging the club. He he doesn't look like he's laboring at all. I just, I just don't think there's any incentive for him really to play at this point in his, his career. Majors. Nicholas cut back his schedule and did, did just fine. This is where Tiger is. Remember, once they cut him off, they don't add him back on. He's down, he was down to 12 last year. You won't be seeing 13, 14, or 15 this year. That's just, just not, not going not gonna to happen. Now, last year he played at the Farmers Insurance. He played Genesis. He played Mexico players. And then the match play. So this year it's gonna it's gonna looks like it's gonna end up being one less. He'll, he'll he cut out the WGC Mexico. He'll play the players the match play, and then 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 Augusta. It was interesting because last year uh, Joey, you know Joey the his caddy Joey Lacava was thought that Tiger could have played a few more before Augusta to be ready. But now that he's proven he can do it, and he's always been able to do that. He's always been able to come back from being out and come back and play and it's not been a, a problem for him so you're not going to see him see him at at tournaments but this is what i get a kick out of here uh this is bobby writing this keep, keep in mind that when woods is feeling good he's still as good as anyone there's no doubt about that uh he, but he says he showed it when he won in japan uh short field event, you know i don't want to play you know i just want to be realistic here short field event weak field uh some top players but but top to bottom, not very strong and short and and you know it's a it's a no cutter um he played well in the Bahamas sixteen tournament sixteen man field okay in the Bahamas at the get together uh, and then he had a, the best record at the Presidents Cup. But record means nothing at a match play event. What matters is how you played. He did play very well. He played great, and I think he was clearly the best player on the on the, on the golf course. But having said that, it was a golf course that he could shine on. It, it the way that uh, the golf course is set up at uh, Royal Melbourne, it's it's a a, t- a total golf course that's you know just perfect for Tiger. And, and that's, you know, firm and fast and room to wander off the tee. And you got to be precise with the irons. It's just right, you know, flight in the ball, up, uh, up in the air to stop it, down low to, to bounce it in. It's, it's, it's the really the skill set that he has and still has that's better than anybody else. So, you know, a couple short field events and then a golf course that's perfect for him. That's nothing like uh, TPC. It's nothing like Augusta. Uh, It really, and it's you know, it's it's not really like anything else they play, except for maybe an open championship. Other than that, it's it has no similarities to anything. And those are your examples for you know why he's you know in such great shape right now for playing. And I you know I'm not sure if I'm I'm buying that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm betting against him. I'm just I'm just not buying all this stuff hook, line, and sinker like all these guys do. It's it's just. uh, you know, it's it just it just that doesn't work. I mean, I, and I, I analyze it. It just doesn't doesn't work. Now, Tiger, you know, has, has set everybody up for this stuff. The fun part of trying, you know, his quote, trying to figure out this whole comeback is how much do I play? When do I play? Do I listen to my body and do I fight through it? And these are things that I can't push and some things that I can. And, you know, I mean, whatever. That's what he said at Riviera. So anyway, that's just that's more setting it up. You know, set it's set, setting up the pins and knocking them down, Tim. You know, just like <laughs> yeah. when you're when you're shooting two hundred on the bowling <laughs> or two twenty. you what did you bowl? Two sixteen. Okay, you are shooting two sixteen, setting them up, knocking them down. That's what I always do. Setting them up, knocking them down. Here here's here's what he's telling you. You know, I, I can't only do so much, and you know, my body's gotta feel right, and da, 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 da. you know, setting them up, knocking them down. Oh, he plays them like a fiddle. Just plays them like a fiddle. And then he says, "What did I? What did I do last year? Play twelve times?" He says. So that's kind of the number for this year. Well, there you go. There you go. That's it. He's the tap dancer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I won't play a lot more than than that, just because of the physical toll. And I want to stay out here just a little bit longer. So he's going to extend it. I mean, it's it's smart. I don't you know. I don't think he has to. You know, make any excuses. Say, hey, I'm just going to only play 12 tournaments this year. You know, just that's it. 12 tournaments, that's all, that's all I need to play. I don't need to play any more than that. And he doesn't. Matter of fact, there, there's something to be said for playing less. The The less he plays, the more people can't wait to see him play. I think it's a great move. I, honestly, I told him to do this in 2008. When I could see that the interest was waning a little bit, he was talking about all this crazy Navy SEAL stuff, and I said, "Why don't you just play, like ten or twelve tournaments a year? Just play before the the majors, just enough to get ready, and that's it." I said, "That's what you ought to do." And I my my thought process was: is it'll you know keep his enthusiasm up, and he won't you know won't get burned out, and it'll extend his career longer. That's what I thought. Well, that's that's kind of what he's doing now. And I, you know, I, I honestly, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's the right play. I, I, I think he's he's either going to have it or he's not at any major. And I wouldn't bet against him at any major because if he does have it, he's like like uh, they say he's, he's still he's still got it. Uh, and if he doesn't have it, it's just not his week. And you know, there's there's always the next one. Well, there you go. Yep, yeah, but that's what you got.
4: He played in seventeen tournaments in two thousand nine, which is down from yeah a cult, which is down a few from two thousand five. Yeah, but he, he so. was he was
3: coming back from the ACL, so he didn't start up until uh, well, he he didn't start up until March. So he came back from the ACL, so he missed a few there, and then you know once it once like I said, once the tournaments go down, they never come back up. Yeah. You no, know, so this is the new norm. There's no doubt about it. you know i mean it, it's 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 where he is and it's where he's going to stay too you can bet on that too take that one to the bank
4: would you expect tiger to play in the wells fargo considering his poor performance in the pga last year
3: i don't i mean i would think it just depends how he plays at augusta i think if he doesn't play at augusta doesn't play great at augusta then i think he is like going to play at wells fargo and then, you know, they'll come with, you know, I need to play a little bit more. I was a little rusty. That's what happened at Augusta. That'll be the the deal. If he plays great at Augusta and wins again, and then he's probably out for Wells Fargo. Because he'll go on the celebration tour again and just rest on his laurels, which, why not? And and he'll be out. But if he doesn't win it at Augusta or have a real close finish there, I would expect him to play at Wells Fargo. That's that's how I would look look at it. Yep. It's gonna be good. Can't wait. I mean, we get you know. I just, I'm just can't wait for a tournament where everybody shows up again. Which is why I really hope, as I said earlier, Premier Golf League has a chance because then everybody's playing together. You know, not that Tiger's going to play in 18 events because he's not, but whatever he's going to play in. You know, even if Tiger wasn't playing, if everybody else was playing, and boy, wouldn't it be nice if they were playing the whole time? I, I like no cut tournaments. I like them better. You got favorite players. I want to see him play.
4: Right. And it's only three rounds.
3: Even if it's on TV, even if it's on, you know, favorite threesome or whatever you call it, spotlight or what, what do they call that? You know, when they highlighted threesome or something. Featured or groups? Featured groups. Yeah. Give me a featured group. At least give me a featured group. Even if Kepka's in last place, I want to watch him on a featured group. I want to watch Ricky on a featured group. I want to watch, you know, I want to watch those guys play. I want to watch Tiger. I don't care what he's shooting. I want to watch Tiger. Right. I wanna watch Kapka. I don't wanna, you know, miss the cut, gone, see ya, of there. Nah. It's not good.
4: Right. And it, I feel like it in- it incentivizes some of these top players to keep on playing, even if they're playing poorly, because it's only fifty-four holes. It's not seventy-two. Yeah. It's one it's one less round even if they're playing bad.
3: So. Yeah. I can't wait to see what the whole shakeout is from this 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 thing. There's got to be something at le at the very least. It can't be business as usual on the PJ Tour. I mean, hear all the top players talking; they're all saying, you know, the, the same thing. At least that there's at least got to be changes somewhere. I think everybody realizes there's some issue watching these tournaments. But anyway, we'll see. All right, we got we got a lot, uh, a big week coming up, a lot to talk about. Uh, We'll be back again tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Remember, you can call in at 833-426-5763, extension uh, 801. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Hank Haney. You can email questions at at Outlook.com. You can send in your golf swings to golf schools at hankhaney.com. Remember to do that if you want to get the season off to a good start. Send a video of your golf swing, down the line video, Send it in to GolfSchools at com. You can do this as many times as you want. It's absolutely free. Give us a description of what your ball flight is, and in particular, what your big miss is, your bad shot. And uh, there's Steve Johnson, the great predictor. Or all, he used to be a great predictor. Now it's Minnesota Tim Poroska because he picked Sun J M last week but uh Steve or one of the guys will get right back to you on some advice on what you need to do and could do to improve your golf game and your your golf well your golf swing and then your golf game uh, will go along with it once your swing is better your game will will come along uh, so so remember to do that com and uh most important thing, hit the follow button on your iHeartRadio app or on your Apple Podcasts app, wherever you get your podcasts. Hit the follow button, follow the Hank Any Podcast, and we'll be there every day for you. Tim, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, being with me. And we'll be back again tomorrow on the Hank Any Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter.
2: Or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services.
0: You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long.